One of the greater challenges of being a Christian in today's world is knowing how to navigate election season. We not only struggle over candidates and issues, but all the disagreements and the problems that arise in the world of politics. What are the keys to staying sane in such a chaotic time? Let's find out more about how we can do that in this episode of Foreshadowed Report. Welcome to Foreshadowed Report, a podcast in which we keep watch and find hope as we explore the prophecies God has given to us in the Bible. This is Steve Miller, and in this episode, I'd like to begin a short series on how we can deal with election season in ways that honor God and fill us with peace no matter how negative things get all around us. We're going to look at some timeless guidelines from God's Word. Guidelines that you will find relevant no matter what country you live in and no matter what kind of government you live under. Today's topic has to do with prayer and my hope is that you'll find it very encouraging. It is now election season here in the United States, as well as in Israel. There is a lot of campaigning going on, and we're hearing a lot about various issues in candidates and about how we should vote. For both countries, this is a high-stakes election. In fact, conditions in today's world seem to be turning mini-elections in many countries into a turning point that has the potential to make things worse instead of better. And while we should fulfill the Bible's calling to live as good citizens, at the same time, we may find ourselves getting frustrated and even angry by so much of what happens during election season. We feel strongly about certain issues. We find ourselves in disagreement with others, and we feel a righteous anger toward all the political and media deception taking place around us. And unfortunately, a growing trend is that even Christians are becoming fiercely divided over political issues in ways that are destructive to our spiritual unity. With all that in mind, I'd like for us to spend the next couple podcasts looking at how we as believers can walk wisely through election season. We're going to look at a few key scripture passages that are very helpful, no matter what the issues are, and no matter what kind of government we're under. These principles are just as relevant in a democracy as they are in a dictatorship. It's very helpful for us to remember that the New Testament was written at a time when much of the known world was ruled by Rome, which was led by dictators who demanded that all their subjects worship them. Those who didn't engage in emperor worship could lose their jobs, be rejected in their community, go to jail, or even face execution. It was in this context that the New Testament was written, and we will want to keep this context in mind as we consider God's instructions to us about how we should conduct ourselves when it comes to the government and politics. The first principle I'd like for us to look at is in the form of a command. In 1 Timothy 2, verses 1 and 2, Paul wrote, I exhort first of all that supplications, prayers, intercessions, and giving of thanks 
be made for all men, for kings and all who are in authority. Here, we're told that we are to pray for our governing authority, all of them. There are no exceptions or qualifiers here. Paul didn't say, pray for all those who are in authority as long as they fulfill their duties honorably and well. Now, I'll interject a quick comment here. I include this as one of the hard sayings in Scripture because I'm sure that many of us struggle with this command. I know I do. There are some political leaders we just don't have a desire to pray for. Instead, our natural human response is, I don't want to pray for that person. I don't agree with what they say and do. They are so morally and spiritually corrupt. How can I pray for someone who is such a great enemy of what I stand for? But we can't use that as an excuse. God has that base covered in Matthew 5.44. There, we're commanded to love our enemies and to pray for them. And yes, that includes governing authority. While it's not easy to pray for leaders whom we disagree with, I believe there are several reasons God has given us this command. There is good that comes out of praying for those in authority, no matter how opposed we are to their views and their policy. First, when we pray for our government leader, we are reminded that God is sovereign. Romans 13.1 says there is no authority except from God, and those that exist have been instituted by God. It doesn't get any clearer than that. As Daniel 2.21 says, It is God who changes times and seasons. He removes kings and sets up kings. There is nothing that a governing authority can do to overrule God. In every nation, at all times, ultimately, it is God who is in control, not the nation's leader. And so when we pray, we are reminded that it is God who is sovereign. We know that He has control over all outcomes. While we may struggle mightily with why God allows certain leaders to get into power, or why He allows certain laws to pass, at the same time, there is great comfort that comes from remembering that, yes, He is still in control. This gives us a confidence that no matter what happens, it was permitted by God's authority. Again, we may not understand why, but we do know that God is all-wise, and He is all-knowing, and we aren't. So instead of questioning Him, we need to trust Him. He has purposes we don't know about, and He has the power and ability to fulfill those purposes. Second, Scripture commands us that when we pray, we yield our anxieties to God. We place our concerns in His hands. If there's one thing a lot of us get anxious about, is politics. But as Philippians 4, 6 says, Be anxious for nothing, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your request be made known to God. Anytime we find ourselves anxious or agitated by government or politics, it's time to pray and to surrender our frustration. And we all know what the next verse says. 
when we hand our anxieties over to God in prayer, then the peace of God will guard our hearts and minds. So this is a second benefit of praying for our leader. Prayer is the perfect venue through which we can hand our burdens and concerns over to God. And if there's anything that we need during election season, it's for God's peace to guard our hearts and minds. Third, in praying for a leader, we are reminded that true wisdom comes only from above. James 1.5 says, If any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask of God, who gives to all liberally and without reproach, and it will be given to him. A lot of times when it comes to government and politics, we find ourselves unsure of what to do. We don't want to become political activists to the point that we compromise ourselves spiritually. And we don't want to be so cautious that we fail to take a right stand when we need to. A lot of times it's hard to know which candidate to choose or how to vote on certain issues. And frequently the choices before us aren't all that great. They are either questionable or they're just plain bad. And so we struggle with being good citizens of heaven and good citizens of earth at the same time. It's within these struggles that the best answer is to pray and to seek God's own wisdom. Now this won't necessarily inform us of how to vote, but it should help us to make sure that we conduct ourselves in a Christ-like manner. We want to pray for wisdom about what we say and do, because it's not just the candidates and the issues we need to be concerned about. It's more important that as we fulfill our duties as citizens, that we are good ambassadors for Christ. It's vital that we represent Him honorably before a watching world. Fourth, there's another benefit, and it's stated right in the passage we're looking at now. 1 Timothy 2, verses 1 and 2. Let's read it again. I exhort first of all that supplications, prayers, intercessions, and giving of thanks be made for all men, for kings and all who are in authority, that we may lead a quiet and peaceable life in all godliness and reverence. In other words, as we pray for those in authority, we should pray for a desire to be a godly example to them to be eager to do good, and to live peaceably with others. These are the biblical alternatives to being rebellious or combative or slanderous. Even though we're to be uncompromising when it comes to moral and spiritual issues, we're still called to live at peace with those who rule over us and not be contentious with them. If we're going to find ourselves at odds with our government, let it be because of our righteous living and not because we're causing political strife. And fifth, in the same passage, Paul continues by saying that to pray for our leaders is good and acceptable in the sight of God our Savior, who desires all men to be saved and to come to the knowledge of the truth. We are to pray for the salvation of our governing authority. To God, a spiritual awakening is infinitely more important than a political awakening. Note that Paul doesn't tell us to pray that governing authorities would make the right political decision. No. 
we're to pray for their hearts, we're to care about their spiritual condition, far more so than their political condition. And finally, there's something about prayer that reminds us of our need to be completely dependent upon and yield it to God. Prayer helps to posture our hearts so that we are more ready to submit to what God has to say to us. It's when we fail to pray that it becomes all too easy for us to respond negatively to so much of what happens during election season, and we'll find ourselves getting frustrated or anxious or angry. So as we pray for our leaders, we are reminded that God is sovereign. It is in prayer that we have the opportunity to yield our anxiety to the Lord, as well as to seek wisdom from Him. Prayer also reinforces within us the importance of living quiet and godly lives, and the need to be concerned for the salvation of our governing authority. And prayer helps to posture our hearts so that we are more likely to respond in a God-honoring way when we're provoked by all the negativity that surrounds election season. In all these ways, we can find the practice of praying for our leader to be very beneficial to us. And I deliberately made prayer our starting point because I believe that when we pray for those in authority, we have set a strong foundation for everything else we do to navigate election season well. Thank you for joining me for Foreshadowed Report. My hope is that you've been encouraged by this episode and that you'll join us next time as we look at more biblical wisdom for navigating our way through election season. In addition to the Foreshadowed Report podcast, I also post daily on Telegram Messenger channel. There I offer brief comments on significant events taking place around the world with an emphasis on issues that relate to Bible prophecy. If you would like to receive the daily post, you can find out how by going to my website, stevemillerresources.com. That's stevemillerresources.com. And if you'd like to read blog posts that I've written on the subject of Bible prophecy, you'll want to go to the Harvest Prophecy blog, which is at harvestprophecyhq.com. That's harvestprophecyhq.com. At that website, you'll find many great articles by other Bible prophecy teachers as well. And in closing... I want to express my appreciation to Harvest House Publishers, which has helped to make this podcast possible. Again, thank you for joining me today.